Canuck Central, hour number two. This hour is brought to you by Andrew Sherritt Limited, your plumbing and heating wholesaler, a proud family-owned BC company, helping local business since 1892. We're in the Kid Tech studio. It's Dan Richo, Satyar Shaw. Um, we got a lot of questions in the text inbox. Mailback Friday coming up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But people got to get the question in early. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. especially like if you get it in late, it just becomes difficult. It, it becomes harder to fit that question in because producer Josh has already vetted all of the questions. I get really overwhelmed. Yeah. I'm like, ah, too many questions. Yes. Too many questions. I know. And I mean, you know, people are asking us about the whole Dan Ham use stuff and, yeah. you know, rumors of the past and what offers may or may not have been sent to Vancouver. We won't use the excuse that it's too late to answer the question. <laughs> I can't answer the question yet because I, I, I've still been sworn to secrecy. Ooh. So one day I'm working on it. One day. One, one yeah. day I'll be able to say uh, who the player may have been. Hmm. Really? Yes. One day I will. And I probably shouldn't have said anything. I'm uh. sorry, because like, yeah, because you know it's it's a tease. I get it, right? Like, why say something if yeah. you don't know? You know what I mean? Like, you're you're just needlessly teasing. But I have like, an excuse. I, there's something I got to tell you, Sat. What's that? I'm not telling you. Okay. <laughs> That's ex- essentially what happened, right? Uh, but no, it was more in context. But yes. But anyways, like I, I'm sleep deprived today. Oh, what happened? Sat always gets his sleep. Sat, we have an early morning tomorrow. I know, I know. Believe a me, it wasn't it morning. wasn't of Are my you here doing. tomorrow morning? Ben? I'm with you guys. Oh, tomorrow. you're the one doing the game tomorrow. See, they, they, I knew they sat the sucker. Somebody and dude, like <laughs> Josh isn't doing it. Eddie is not doing yeah. it. I'm going to sleep early tonight. Yeah. Sausage and eggs for everybody. Let's go. <laughs> we'll have to buy you breakfast tomorrow, Ben. Um, <laughs> Actually, I'm going to be in tomorrow. You are? No, no. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Sausage and eggs. I'm in. <laughs> Yes. Who's providing us breakfast tomorrow? If I got to be here at 8 a.m., somebody should provide us breakfast. I mean, Cam anyway. hasn't been in all week, so we don't even know. Yeah. So, I mean, I think he's ducking us because he knows yeah. he's not getting us food tomorrow. Cam's ducking us for sure. <laughs> but, yeah, so, so last night, uh, mm-hmm. fire alarm go- goes off in my building. Yeah. At like 4, 4.30 in the morning. Oh, that's a red flag. Yeah. I mean, usually when that happens, you're kind of like, yeah, it's probably just, you know. And this is the first time in the building that I've lived in that this has happened. Yeah. And I'm like, it's probably nothing, but. It's probably nothing. But you, you had to, like, get out of bed and yeah, do I the mean, whole thing. Yeah, because, like, the, the alarm in my unit also went off, which freaked me out. And oh. I'm like, well, the, but there's nothing going on in my unit. And then, you know, the whole building alarm was going off. And oh. Then, so I was a bit freaked out initially. This but doesn't then, sound good. No, but initially I was like, okay, you know, the, the, the uh, I didn't smell anything. I didn't see anything. I'm like, my unit seems okay, right? Yep, yep. But you know how I say I'm becoming an old hockey man? Yeah. I can't handle loud noises. So <laughs> it was so loud, the fire alarm. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go outside. Like, I can't handle yeah. being inside the building with this loud fire alarm at 4.30 in the morning. I just can't. Ha- like, it's way yeah. too early in the morning for me to handle this. Like, I was getting mad and, and cranky. So I'm like, all right, whatever. I'll go out. And the rest of the people were outside. And there actually was something to it. Like, it oh. wasn't a false, al- far, false it was like alarm. A, like a big fire? No, it wasn't big. Thankfully, okay. it wasn't big. It wasn't on my floor either, which I hate saying. Like, Is it's everybody like, oh, okay? Everybody's okay. dangerous. No, no, everybody's okay. Everyone's okay. Thankfully, everyone's okay. That's good. Yes. Thankfully, everyone's okay. I do feel bad because you're like, oh, I'm okay too. Like my unit's okay. But yeah. you also know that, you know, somebody Somebody else's is not. And then when the sprinkler goes off, they, you know, create some water yeah, damage yeah, too yeah. and stuff like that. So that's it, tough. It was an eventful evening for me last night. So sad so running, on, running on fumes. A little bit. I didn't sleep Did you a get lot. a midday nap or? Uh, no, no oh, nap. Wow. I had work to do. I had to be on the phone. We had a show today. <laughs> I couldn't. Plus, plus, I had to go get my workout in. I'm like, I'm, I'm not gonna let this uh, fire situation, fire yeah. alarm, ruin my day and my plan. Uh, Jake and Port Moody, don't do breakfast tomorrow. 
please. Just copious amounts of spro. That will be real morning radio. That's like, no, man. <laughs> I got to accompany all that caffeine with some food. Uh, all right. Well, we'll be on TV. Uh, what I will do is I'll bring the, I'll bring the spro cups and I'll, I'll bring, but we don't have like an actual electric stovetop that I can plug in and make the spro on television mm. tomorrow morning. But it's uh, come up twice this week. Now. I'll, I'll, I'll make it. I'll make it uh, prior to, and bring a nice thermos. Yeah. Okay. And then we can uh, we can have some spro in the thermos. Nice. All right. So do some spro. All right. Sounds good. Sounds great. All right. Mailbag. I'm really excited about this. Like overly excited about it. About the mailbag today. The specific no, one. The spro. Oh, oh the spro. <laughs> I was like, I was, like, I don't, I was like, there's some good questions. I don't know if there's any amazing ones. They're all amazing. Don't chirp our listeners all like amazing. that, Josh. Whose sound is on? That was deep reach. That was, that was my okay. laptop. Well, reach. All right. I'm very important on. message. A very loud. Yeah, it was. It was. A, <laughs> and I can't handle loud noises. Yeah, Sat's going to have to walk out. I, oh, by the way, before we go, I, I did meet one of our listeners, though, outside the building yesterday. I didn't realize one of the, our listeners lived in the same building. We were chatting. So shouts to, to my guy Mitch. Oh. Marner? No. 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 Mitch Martin does not live in my building. No. <laughs> he does not live in Vancouver. No. Oh. <laughs> All right. Peter. You don't know a lot of Mitches, do you? No, that's the one. That's that's the one. <laughs> Mitch Corn. Um Yeah, hard to name Mitches. <laughs> Mitch you're Mitch put Richmond on the spot. I love Mitch Richmond. <laughs> Mitch White? There's got to be some other Mitchells around. Isn't, isn't Mitch White dating Margot Robbie or something? Robbie? Really? We're saying names that, weird. Right? <laughs> what, how do you say her name? Robbie. <laughs> Robbie. There we go. <laughs> no, the Blue Jays pitcher is not dating yeah. Margot Robbie. Well, that was just a bit, right? Yeah. yeah. No, I was just saying. It's a joke. Like, that's <laughs> a joke. See, okay. It's yeah. a joke. It's the bit. <laughs> yeah. Over my head. <laughs> did you, did you, didn't you see the one about Bick? Yes. <laughs> Bick Nazar? Bick Nazar dating Margot Robbie. <laughs> I'm going to ask him. a question now. Okay, okay, sorry. Okay, sorry. Peter, how quickly can this management team turn around the depth and quality of the prospect pool with this upcoming draft? How imaginative can they get swapping lower picks to gain multiples? This is a huge draft year for them. I mean, look, you can't completely overturn your roster in one offseason. But I, I do think there is a pathway to – Gaining a lot of, or, mm-hmm. you know, getting excited about your prospect pool in a couple of years' time if the Canucks are aggressive with adding assets. And, you know, even some of the trades they make this year are, you know, sort of layered moves where they're like maybe taking on a contract that's expiring next yeah. year. And then you could potentially sell off that player for a draft pick of some kind or a younger mm-hmm. prospect those types of things but you have to you have to think of your moves in layers rather than hey we can get a draft pick for this guy or that guy because a lot of the deals we're going to see this year are really mostly just cap for cap yeah, and, and, and trying to figure out ways to make it work and that's kind of where you're at and in terms of trying to use your draft picks because the Canucks have you know they have a bunch of picks this year I mean they have their own picks I think they're missing a seventh or something uh, they're missing. Yep. But outside of that, they have their own picks, plus they have the extra pick potentially from the Islanders this season. Even if they, say, add another 
second round pick or something somewhere mm-hmm. or a third even. Uh, they don't have a fifth and a seventh because the fifth went in the right uh, Ethan the Carolina uh, to the Carolina Hurricanes. Yeah. Right. So I mean, could they conceivably move down from their second first round pick? Let's say the Canucks uh, pick fourth. They take their guy, mm-hmm. and then let's say they get the Islanders pick, which ends up being number fourteen. Yeah. Could they move down from 14? And let's say that there are a few defensemen that are slated to go based on current projections, and this may change. Again, hypothetical just to answer the question. Could there be a couple of defensemen that they'd like that are, would be available in that 19-20 range more so? You move down from 14 to that, and then maybe in the second round where you're picking high in the second round, maybe that pick you want to move down a little bit as well. So could you do those two things and perhaps come away with an extra second and a couple extra thirds? Like those are the types of possibilities that could they could have with a high second round pick this year and having those two first round picks. It's uh, it's going to be tough. You know, even if you just think of other teams too and, and just what they have on offer compared to the Canucks, like the St. Louis Blues, for example, already traded Tarasenko, but now they've got Ryan O'Reilly, they've got Barbashev, they've got Noel Achari. You know, they've, they've got right there, they've got a few more assets than the Canucks to trade for decent draft capital than Vancouver does outside of Luke Shen. This one from W. Is it worth it to keep Besser and see if there's a better package next year or perhaps just keep Brock in general? I'd still explore the best deal possible. Yeah. That's where I'm at with Brock. So I guess the question is, do you think... It it seems like a foregone conclusion that both player and team know that a change of scenery is the best way forward. Yeah, but then watch him stay. Do you think the <laughs> the, the question the question I guess is he stay is, is the value better at this deadline or would you rather wait see if he can build it up a little bit more and wait till next year? I mean, if you can get even anything approximating the value, like I, I don't try to to be greedy here. Yeah, you know, like if you can clear the money, can he make a favorable deal now? I make it. Yeah. If you can't, then sure, don't hold on to it. But I, I don't say if you have an okay deal, something that you feel okay with, don't wait for a better deal a year from now. You've done that a couple times now with Brock. And, yeah. you know, it's if you get something that works for you, do it. Don't wait. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't like to see them have to, you know, retain 50% or something like that. You know, like that's, a, that's a deal that where I say, no thanks. Um, because you're still carrying three plus million for the next couple of years. So the deal has to make sense at the end of the day. And I do believe there will be one out there for the Canucks. It's just a matter of who's willing to do it. And do you have to wait until the off season ultimately to make it happen? Uh, this one from Jay, what are the odds that one of Besser Garland or Miller gets traded by the deadline? By the deadline. By the deadline. Oh, those are still pretty high odds. So it's say. better than uh, it's better than even money. Yeah. It's plus money. Yes. Like what are we saying? Plus one fifty here. If uh, play now were to put the odds on it, are we saying uh, it's like two point five zero on the decimal line? On the decimal line. I'd say it's getting an high. extra fifty cents. I'd say so it's that would even be plus higher on that. Okay. Plus three hundred. Ooh, so three to one, basically. Yeah, I'd say so. Hmm. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, I think it's. I mean, it's tough to move money. It's like difficult. we we yeah. are seeing it very much play out in the National Hockey League right now. Yeah, I would say most likely is Besser still to mm-hmm. get moved. 
Yeah. Okay. How about this? How about this? Oh. How about you mentioned these three players, right? Miller, Besser, and Garland. Yeah. What's more likely, Miller, Besser, or Garland? Or the field? S- yeah, strike Shen from the field. Okay. He can't be part of the field, but the field. I kind of want to. I kind of want to say field. Right. That's kind of Josh I'm at wants too, Josh. to take the field. Just hey. There's always like yeah. Sat kind of mentioned it earlier. There's always a surprise trade. Yeah. And. And maybe it's Myers, but someone like mm-hmm. that who you don't expect to get moved gets moved. Yeah. And that would be part of the field, I guess. I guess like Kyle Burroughs is part of the field. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> it can't be anybody making under 700K unless, like, can't be anybody making under uh, a million unless we're talking about notables. Rathbone, okay. Hoaglander. Okay. You know. Man, this is like when uh, Tiger was at his peak and you would be like, okay, who are you taking this weekend, Tiger or the field? Yeah. I don't think... Tiger. 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 Yeah. I'm taking Tiger. What are you looking at me like that for? I'm taking Tiger. <laughs> I ain't taking the field until you got to you know the past like, 15, 20 years yeah. and the game changed. He's playing in the Genesis next week, hey? I'm, I'm really excited about that. Big news of the day. Oh, yeah. Honestly, like the fact that he came back from the, from the massive... Issues he's car had, wreck. car wreck, and played. Yeah. I think that's that's great in and of itself. Like he came back and he played. The fact that he, after all the issues, went won, won the Masters again. That to me was like for me, somebody who who liked Tiger and liked watching greatness. For me, that was enough. Yeah, you know, like I like don't you, know, you've done your job. Even, love, even when he sucks, I still time. enjoy watching it. <laughs> he moves the needle. He oh. is, he is the needle. Oh, I don't I don't mean like I've had enough. Yeah. I mean like that was enough for oh. me to say like you've done enough. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I mean? I don't, I'm not looking at it and saying like. Oh, you got to go in another one or something. Do not like anything else you see from Tiger is gravy. Mm. The goat. Yeah. And, and, yeah. You're right. 100%. Um, I will still take Besser, Miller, or Garland <laughs> rather than the field. Okay. <laughs> Forgot that's where this started. <laughs> yeah. uh, Brent, would the Islanders' first rounder be enough incentive for a team to take on the OEL contract? No. Uh, also, shouts to uh, Ledgeview Golf. Having a good day with uh, both Adam Hadwin and Nick Taylor. Looking good on the uh, on the leaderboard at the oh, waste management. Sorry, good. what was the question? Good would program. the Islanders first Would the Islanders first rounder be enough incentive for a team to take on the OEL contract? No. What if? And like, I, look, I'm going to say, even in an ideal scenario, like let's say it's unprotected next year's Islanders because they picked top 12 this year. Even then, like I still think it's not enough. But let's say it's that scenario. No, <laughs> no, no. I mean, so again, we've so to move about six million dollars in the NHL costs a first round pick. Yeah. How much money does OEL has owed to him? Have have owed to him? Thirty million after 30, this year. Thirty million. Thirty-three, I think it is. Right, it's thirty and change. So based on based on just you know what we've seen, that would be four first-round picks. Yeah. Now I don't think that would be the actual cost. You know what I mean? Like it's it's kind of like you know when you when you you buy bulk versus you buy smaller. <laughs> like if you buy bigger, like hey. So when you're when you're taking on OEL's contract, like, you're shopping at Costco. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> pretty much, but but from draft pick wise, right? Like I don't yeah. think two first-round picks does it. Based on money, it should be four. But yeah. it's like, yeah, two, like three first round picks probably does it. I, I don't think you're. Look, it, in the scenario that you would be able to trade OEL, like yes, you're first. giving up the first, multiple first probably, but or you're taking back an, an onerous contract yourself. Well, that's just, yeah, you're right. I mean, this is just to get the money off the books, yes. right? Like, this is like taking nothing back. Oh, okay. You know, then you have to give like oh. three first round yeah. picks. 
It's a tough. team has to have the cap you're, space. You're giving up like two firsts plus a decent, like a good prospect. Yeah. Could you do like a first and a good prospect depending on what you take back? Yes. Mm-hmm. Right? Like that can happen. Two firsts even, you could. But you're taking something back. Yeah. Like, I don't think it's cons- I don't think it's feasible for you to move that freight completely. Yeah, sounds like an it's NBA a, trade. Yeah. It's also a m- five seconds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Five all the seconds. seconds. Yeah, I, I'm gonna love the day in the NBA where like yeah. two teams have like all the picks. <laughs> the NBA trading draft picks like it's junior hockey. Yeah. Like, yeah, we'll give you our next five second rounders. Whatever, it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Jay Crowder, five second round picks. <laughs> uh, Sue. Do you think the Canucks will get a multiple player trade done before the deadline? So multiple players mm. in one deal. Yeah, I'd, I'd say. I mean, every deal almost has to be multiple players, right? Mm-hmm. So I'd say yes if a deal happens outside well, of Shen. I assume, like, two players from the Canucks. Oh, two players. I mean, two pieces. Do prospects count, or like you know, smaller contracts? Count? Yeah, like yeah. if if you're moving Shen and like someone else. Yeah, or even make weights AHL deals. Like I can see that. You know, nowadays you see these deals. There's always stuff going back and forth. I'd say yes. If the Canucks make a deal, it'll probably be a multi-player deal. I want chaos. Trade all the players. All of them? No, not all of them. But realistically, you know, could the Canucks do a similar trade like the Vlad Tarasenko one where there's Shen and Garland or something to that effect if a team really wants to get excited about, you know, uh, or – Really wants to do all their shopping in one place, like they're going to Target or something. I don't know. One-stop shop, the Vancouver Canucks. <laughs> yes. Uh, this one, Mike G. What kind of punishment would you deliver to Man City? Docked points, stripped Ooh. of titles, transfer ban, all of the above. I just docked him ten points because, as a fan of a big club, I'm, I don't want big. Pun- I'm, like, I'm terrified of yeah. what it's going to do. T- <laughs> Am I going to come after all the other clubs? That's like no. I'm just kidding. I mean, I feel pretty good about Chelsea because I mean, Chelsea had to get sold last year. Yeah. So, like, you know, everybody had access to their finances and everything. So I feel pretty good. Like, I think okay. they're safe in that regard. But I think it should be like a 10 point deduction. I would say points deduction. At the end of the day, you can strip a team of its titles. Yeah. Those titles have already been played for. People will remember the matches. I'm a Juventus fan. They say that they took away the titles from 2004 and 2005. Not to me. (laughs) I still watch those. I still live through those, you know, not to those players. They still played in those games, won those matches, scored those goals, all those things. You can say we took these titles away from you and you're not allowed to put it in your record books. And essentially what Juventus says is, you know, sul campo. We've won this many titles on the pitch. So... Whatever you want to do, take them away. It's really, it doesn't do any, at the end of the day, those players in the team that actually won it yeah. will not feel that way. No. So docking the points is ultimately what's going to hurt them most. Yeah. Or, I mean, could they relegate them? They could. They could. I, I don't know. It's, it seems a little harsh, doesn't it? It does. Honestly, like, this whole uh, soccer trying to figure out their finances thing is... <laughs> Yeah. It's pretty hilarious. It's very like baseball being like, oh, we had no idea you were doing steroids. Yeah. Shame on you. Yes. Now we're now that we know. <laughs> now that we know. But I mean, like, you know, this was the the uh, 
this was something everybody knew, and uh, it was just a matter of time. I mean, they've already been admonished by UEFA for their financial irregularities. Now it's just the Premier League coming after them for various reasons. All uh, right. Oz, what is the ultimate Super Bowl food appy? Also, do you prefer to watch sports with people or alone where there's no distractions? Mm. I'd say smaller crowds than bigger crowds, generally. Yeah. Super Bowl is kind of fun to watch with yeah. a big crowd, though. And Super Bowl is fun in that sense. Like Super Bowl is different. Like I, I don't, I don't think of Super Bowl as, oh, this is the one I want to watch by myself. If, if but if my, the Browns were in it, like, and yeah. you were worried about the the reaction after, like if they, if the Browns were in it, and you were afraid that you were so emotionally invested, yeah, that if they lose, you'd be like kind of a jerk for the rest of the night. I'm it, not a coward. I'd be <laughs> fine. <laughs> I would say if it were my team, I'd I'd prefer to watch it with a small group. Yeah, smaller but group. If it's a neutral thing, like I'm gonna be at the Clayton Pub. On yeah, Sunday. party it up. Go nuts. Uh, also, the best appy. It's got like chicken wings, right? Yeah, it's chicken wings. sticks. Yeah, yeah, chick- chicken wings. Matzo sticks. Matzo sticks. With nachos. your fugazi marinara sauce. Yeah. I don't like marinara. I just got. I, <laughs> I don't know. I like the matzo sticks bra. <laughs> I'm so bad at these things. Like when somebody, asks, what's your favorite food for these things or favorite? You know, I'm like, yeah. just good food. I don't know. Just give me something that's tasty. I don't care. Whatever it is, you know I, what I mean. I'm a big uh, chicken wings guy. So give me the chicken wings. As the best Super Bowl appy. What type that of SNL wings? skit though was hilarious. Did you guys see no, that from I last week it. with no, the chicken wings? The only thing I watched. Oh is, my god, it was so funny. Really? The only thing I check out is a weekend update from SNL, which I think is tremendous. Oh, There's it the is one always tremendous. That was like uh, the Pedro Pascal doing the Mario Kart thing. Yeah. Last oh, that was good. Man, that that was last good. week's SNL was, was elite. It was really good. Pedro Pascal had an elite uh, SNL appearance. It was fantastic. Finally started watching Last of Us. It's tremendous. It is very good. It's very only good. a couple episodes. Oh, okay. So, uh, uh, so episode four. Usually, episodes come out on Sunday. Usually, yes. The fourth episode came out today, Friday. It did. Yes, because they don't want to compete with Super Bowl on Sunday, mm-hmm. so they got ahead of it. Oh. So I know what I'm watching tonight. I'm, I'm sleep deprived. And Man, I'm tired. I had no idea. I'm going this. home to watch uh, Last of Us and going to bed. You just told me about my, what I'm doing on Friday night. Glad to be of service. I love the way that they like. Okay, there's there's a few things if I'm going to nerd out about it. The way they film it, I, I never even really played the video game. I tried it once, but like I didn't play yeah. it from start to finish or anything like that. Um, they film it in a way that makes you feel like you're playing a video game at different points. And they have this incredible way of building up anxiety to big moments. Yeah, yeah. Very unnerving. And it, and Very it makes unnerving. you like, I know something's going to happen here. Yeah. And it's making me very uneasy. <laughs> very uneasy. But also the acting is is really good. Yes. You know, like it, it's mm-hmm. it's it like hits every note. It's been it's been, I mean the storyline too. And you know we were talking about this the other day. I mean it's conceivable, and that's what makes it interesting. And you were saying that you're reading some science and, and some yes. and some stuff that says yep yeah, this could happen. It it could very well happen. <laughs> like global warming is going to make sure that the fungi comes after us. You know. So uh, now I'm. Break. <laughs> Now I'm even more worried. Now we're afraid of Kawhi all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> it is it is a fantastic show. It's uh, the most expensive show HBO has ever done. Really, and yeah. that includes Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Wow. And they then they spend like a hundred million on one of the episodes or whatever, it's, or maybe it was like twenty million. <laughs> a lot. Oh, a lot. <laughs> they spent a very lot. expensive. Uh, Kieran, what are the top three pasta types and shapes? Ooh. Okay. Uh, I very. Uh, 
Shouts to Kieran for this fantastic question. Uh, it's a, probably a reference to something we mentioned a couple of days ago. Um, I'm not a spaghetti guy. It's it, it's a big problem in my household. My wife really? loves spaghetti, and I am not the biggest spaghetti guy. What about linguine? Nope. So if like, I'm doing like long, long pasta. pasta, if I'm doing long pasta, I'm either going uh, bucatini, which is fantastic. Okay. A little bit thicker. They're like the tubes. Um, then, then spaghetti. And also tagliatelle. But tagliatelle is like, uh, you know, it's it's for Christmas. It's for Christmas mm. only. Okay? You have a nice big uh, sugo on Christmas and, and you have tagliatelle with it. Um, then we're going penne rigate. All right. And probably rigatoni. I'm a big penne guy. Penne guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I like rigatoni and, and penne myself. What's the, uh, is there a name for the bow one? Other farfalle. Than- farfalle, yeah. yeah. That's like good that. too. But I found the farfalle, it has to be, like most should be al dente in mm-hmm. general. But like it has to be al dente. Yeah. If it's not al dente, it's it's divorced. <laughs> like it's a fine line. You mess it up. Like yeah. it's either great or like you can't have it. Yeah. That one's tough. Yeah. I had in LA last week at Mother Wolf, which was like this. I don't know. It's my mom's place. Mother Wolf. Yeah. yeah I, I was now thinking of Wolf good. Mother. It's like took, a place of Wolf me. Mother all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. So uh, the the Wolf is uh, so it's it's called Mother Wolf. It's a ode to uh, Roman cuisine because the Wolf is uh, Rome's animal, I guess. Um, I had a rigatoni amatriciana, which is just like a red sauce with this guanciale, mm. which is pig cheek. Oh. It's, it was incredible. Cheeks. Yeah. It was cheeks. <laughs> it was cheeks. At <laughs> dinner. Oh, man. Riccio, would you consider gnocchi to be a pasta? Oh, uh, yeah, I guess so. But it's not, not a top one for me. I guess it's more, it's more potato-based. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not a big gnocchi guy. Had it a couple times. See, gnocchi has to be made perfectly again. Oh, I love thing. it. I love yeah. it. A good gnocchi is. Yeah. Mm. It's good if you, like, pan fry it a little bit and it gets a little crust. Mm. Uh, this text, isn't all pasta the same ingredients? Who cares what shape it is? It it, it detracts from This the is sauce. a terrible take. Okay. See, I used Certain- to think the same, and then now I've had many pastas. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. Certain pasta dishes go better with certain pasta types, you know? There's a reason people like spaghetti and meatballs, because... You know, it's it's made for the dish. Macaroni and meatballs, it just doesn't 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 the have way. the same vibe. No, you know? macaroni might make my top three. Sorry, <laughs> I forgot about macaroni. Macaroni is good too. Uh, macaroni's terrible. Come on. We got a couple questions in the text box. We'll get to here. All right. Uh, this one, Mike and Tawasin, where are we at with using a gift card gift card towards Valentine's Day dinner? Bear in mind. We've been together at least ten years now. Oh, using gift card to pay for a dinner? Yes. My the part I'm concerned about that is he's like at least ten years. Mm. You might need to know the exact. <laughs> no, no. I, I get it. You've been oh, with somebody long yeah. enough. Sometimes you're like, yeah, we've been. It's, it's around it's, ten. It's, years. it's been over ten. I don't know how much. Yeah, but it's just. just I don't know. It's probably probably still uh, <laughs> still a red flag. You should know how many years. Yeah, but okay, but depends on where, doesn't it? Um, look in this economy, and you've been together that long. You should have an understanding of 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 each other's finances and what's smart, what isn't. If you, you can use a gift card to go to a place, you use the gift yeah, card. Yeah, I mean, if, if it's a place that you want to go to, why not? I mean, let's say if it's a place you don't want to go to. Yeah. That's kind of like not Valentine's-ish, right? Yeah. That you wouldn't say would be conducive to Valentine's. That's fair. Yeah. Maybe like, not. Like you know, We're going to Cactus Club because I have this gift card. Yes. 
And that, that could work, you know. Yeah, it might work. It might work because, you know. People like it. People like Hackers Club you know. or whatever. But if it's like, you know. if, it, if You it's, know you're getting a strong seven no matter what, yeah. right? But like, you know, what if what, it's like A&W gift card? <laughs> <laughs> They're probably not taking your day I to uh, this A&W. Gift card. Yeah. You're probably not going to A&W. I as much as we all card. like A&W burgers, right? Yeah. Um, I, I would say, I, I mean, I think we need a, a woman's take on this. But yeah. do you uh, think you get judged by the server if you pull out the gift card? No. Yeah, I mean, yes. I mean, probably. you're still going to tip. Wow. As a server, though, before I came here, yep. when you use the gift card as a customer, don't tip on what's left after you use the gift card. Tip on what the original oh, bill yes, was. Yes, yes, yes. It's a hundred dollar bill, and you get fifty off. Don't tip on fifty bucks. Yeah. You know what? You got to tip on a hundred. Yeah, and that's why, like, it has happened before where you go somewhere and you use a gift card or whatever, and then you realize, oh, afterwards, or, oh man, maybe did I tip the right way? But now, to that point, if I ever go to use a gift card to a place like that or whatever, I'll say. St- still add the tip from the original amount. Always say that as a customer, and then yeah. you can see the relief in the servers. You're like, because oh. that's the biggest. You're, they get so stressed. The servers I like, don't have Wait. to have the awkward conversation. I know. Now, what do you want to tip on? You want to tip uh, on the full you amount, know, you know or you how? tipped on ten dollars rather than uh, you know two hundred? What <laughs> I, a deal! I will say though, the tip inflation is the one that's gone up the most. We talk about housing prices going up, like the inf- like tips being like 25, 30% now is- Oh man. Oh, the default Whoa. that comes yeah. up, like the three options. I'm it's, like, sorry, I gotta I gotta click other. It's, it's I mean, remember, back in the day it was like, you know, if 10% was standard, yeah. if someone was really good, 15 was like really good. It's like, now it's like somebody's good is like 30%. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you tip 15%- You, you like, look cheap. They weren't good. Yeah. Or you're cheap. Yeah, uh, exactly. That's how it looks. Oh yeah. I've, I've, Oh no! Depends oh, on where you're at, right? Like in Vancouver, Josh. you go to Vancouver places. Yeah. Depends on where in the city. Like the, the tip options usually are like twenty five percent. I uh, I don't think I've ever tipped more than twenty percent. Yeah, my baseline is fifteen, and then I'll go up to like twenty twenty five if it's really good. But I start at fifteen. Yeah. I don't ever go below, but usually you've been judged many times by servers. Yeah, like fifteen, I was like, this I think is like good. fifteen <laughs> is like it was not great. Yeah. Eighteen is pretty average 20 was good and if you go over 20 like this yeah. earlier guy went made, above made an impact they brought on your night yeah, they, they made brought. an impact on your night they were on that night. i just don't like that places that are, aren't restaurants are asking for tips when you pay and i'm like yes well i'm picking up my coffee i could do yes <laughs> why do i have to give a tip for a mobile order coffee like, we're, uh, we're, we're like a step away from like the self-checkout machine asking for a tip yes like when when you go to a mall food court and they start asking you for for tip, uh, uh, no, that's okay. Mall food, I get it. I mean, they're making you food. Somebody's I making somebody, if it's somebody making you food. I get it. Somebody's making you something. It's I get just it. strange because it right? was never part of the deal before, but now food it courts is. It always has been. No, kind of. No, I guess not. But the maybe. difference is servers get less than minimum wage. Yes, like what? servers don't get minimum wage because they're expected to make tips. I don't know if yeah. that's legal. Well, it is. Yeah, it's, ser- a it's server. It's wage. Server wage. There is. Yeah, yeah. Okay. server wage. Yeah. Did not know that. Well, yeah. Like one of the issues I do have with this is a lot of companies, and maybe it's more grocers than anything, in this time of inflation, are making profits that are greater than they've ever seen before, and yet prices just continue to go up. Like inflation's just crushing everybody, <laughs> and the tip there. inflation is getting a little bit out of control. Uh, you ask me for twenty five percent, you better be making like you better be the best part of my night. I want a show. Along with dinner, well, I don't know. <laughs> you could go to some places. <laughs> you do stand-up comedy while while I'm sitting at the table here. Like yeah. I don't know. 
25% uh, is excessive. I'm going to end with this one. Okay. Coming up short house. Forget, and it's it's more of a life advice situation. Okay. Forgive me if you've heard this predicament before. I've been chatting with a girl on Tinder for about a week, and it's been good. Oh. Yesterday, she asked if I like sports, and I told her I follow the Canucks. Mm. She replied that she is a lifelong Maple Leafs fan and that she's planning on naming her next dog Mitch Marner. <laughs> I felt like I'd been hit by a mayonnaise truck. Should I ghost this woman or find out if opposites attract? Find out if opposites attract. For sure. Do you like this person? Oh, I assume so. All right. You're into this person? You're going to let her favorite sports team get in the way? Come the on. other part of it is, like, when you and your significant other have different sports teams, it's really fun when they play against each it other. It could be fun. It could be dangerous. But I think it would be good. I think, I mean, it would be fun. It would be fine. I mean, if, and if you love that person, I mean, it's great. Now you have two excuses to travel. <laughs> you know? Um, it, it may cause for some friction at different points. But uh, I don't think that's a deal breaker for me. I should also mention we were uh, we were mistaken. There's no more server wage. It's ah. just minimum wage now. I guess it went away since I left. <laughs> bad timing. Tough. Yeah, bad timing. Yeah. Server wage went away years ago. Thank you for letting me know, texters. Yes. <laughs> You're getting, uh, <laughs> if you're working somewhere as a server, <laughs> you may want to let them know. <laughs> Take it up with your boss. <laughs> if you're still getting a server wage. Yeah. You, uh, you may have a point or two. We even have the link, the government link being sent to us too about yes. standards. See, I, I, thought, I thought it was weird, you know, under minimum wage, but, you know, backdoor it, it wins for be. me. It used to be. Yes. Yeah. So weird <laughs> Back to in name the day. Your, <laughs> so weird to name your dog Mitch Marner. When I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. two names. Two names for a dog, like Mitch Marner. Mm-hmm. We'll probably just be called Mitch or yeah. Marnie. That's fine. Yeah. That's another Mitch on the, on the show. Today. There we go. Yeah, there we go. Uh, sorry, to to, sorry to Mitch and Vic, who's a loyal listener. And uh, <laughs> I didn't remember Mitch and Vic in the moment. I feel, I feel bad. Uh, Connor and Surrey. I'm a Leafs fan, and my wife's a Canucks fan. We're, we're hanging on fine. Sounds very convincing. <laughs> hanging, <laughs> hanging in there. We're just hanging We've in. We've been together <laughs> for at least 10 I years. I'm now. just kidding, Connor. No, that's good. No, but I, I agree. Like that's You shouldn't be afraid of it. What about this one from Mike G? Richo, what would happen if your wife came home in a Milan shirt? Okay. This It's <laughs> <laughs> a great text. Make it personal. Oh, totally. So, yeah. Oh, man. I will say like I don't like um she'll be like looking at a shirt at a store or something and it'll be blue and black and I'll be like, "No, nah, that's <laughs> that's it's it's too It's not a great close. shirt. It's Inter Cutlers." So she once wanted to get her nails done like red and black. And I was like, no, you can't. We can't. Can't be having that. We can't go rossonero like that. <laughs> so maybe I'm lying a little bit on the <laughs> on this. I, I'm never too hard about it, but you know, yeah, a little bit. She knows I prefer black and white. Yes. <laughs> so good. Uh, all right. But you know, but 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 a lady can look really good in black and red. <laughs> I will say. Uh. Brandon in Vancouver says, get another dog and name it Marshant. All right. We, we, we really got to go. We really got to go. Josh is mad. Yeah. Uh, all right. Our Super Bowl picks are coming up next on Canuck Central.